Welcome to Race Condition, the podcast about iOS app side projects. My name is Josh Adams. I'm an iOS developer living near San Francisco, California. I have released four side project iOS apps. Immigration, a reference app for immigration lawyers. Race Runner, a run tracking app focused on racing. Conjugar, an app for studying Spanish verbs and their conjugations. And Conjuguer, an app for studying French verbs and their conjugations. I've been an avid podcast listener for many years. Some of my favorite podcasts are The History of English, Edge Cases, and Hypercritical. I created Race Condition for three purposes. One, to share learnings from my work on side project iOS apps. Two, to motivate myself to consistently work on those side projects. Think of yourself, dear listener, as my accountability buddy. And three, to have some fun with the podcast format. Here is the format of Race Condition. In each episode, I will first talk about what I worked on in the past month. Next, I will talk about what I intend to work on in the next month. These are side projects, so nothing bad will happen if I don't meet a development goal, but I figure that the act of setting goals will help ensure that I make some progress every month on my side projects. Finally, I will close each episode with two recommendations for the listener, one relevant to iOS development and one not. Here is what I worked on in the past month. The side project app I use most is Race Runner. When I got an iPhone in 2011, I initially used iSmooth Run for run tracking, but that app lacked features focused on racing or training for races, and I didn't see any competitor apps in the App Store with those features. So I developed Race Runner in 2015, and I've been using it to track my runs a few times a week ever since. One of the features of Race Runner is to record, for every run, temperature and weather conditions. This information is useful when comparing past runs because temperature and weather conditions have some effect on run speed. Running 8-minute miles is a lot more difficult when the temperature is 100 degrees than when it's 55 degrees. For listeners outside the United States and Myanmar, those are Fahrenheit temperatures. Since initial release, Race Runner has gotten weather data from the Dark Sky API. This data has always seemed accurate, and my use of the API was infrequent enough that I never had to pay for it. Good stuff. But Apple acquired Dark Sky in March 2020, and the API is scheduled to shut down on March 31st, 2023. In order to ensure uninterrupted operation of Race Runner, I decided to use an alternate data source for weather data. The natural choice was WeatherKit, a framework that Apple announced at WWDC 2022. I watched the WWDC video and tried to integrate WeatherKit into Race Runner. When running in the simulator, WeatherFetch failed with the following error message. Error domain equals AMS error domain code equals 12 double quote. Mescal failed double quote. User info equals left brace. NS localized description equals Mescal failed comma. NS localized failure reason equals SAP init failed colon negative 42,049 right brace. I saw this error both in Race Runner and in a brand new app, so I'm confident that the error is not specific to Race Runner or its configuration. I saw a discussion of this error in the developer forums, but there was no resolution. I have filed a feedback, FB 11,738,783. At this point, I reassessed my plan to use WeatherKit. I just wanted to get weather data, including in the simulator, where I do most development. I had heard that other developers were happy with the Open Weather API. The free tier I determined allows 1 million calls per month. 
This was plenty for race runners 55 calls per month. So I got an API key for open weather and modified race runner to use that endpoint instead of dark sky. Weather kit may be a better value for heavy usage than is open weather, but I'll cross that bridge in the unlikely event that race runner suddenly explodes in popularity. I may actually stick with open weather in the long term because using weather kit would impose two requirements that would reduce information density in race runner. I would need to show the Apple Weather logo and provide a button that launches a web page with information about sources of weather data. I do provide attribution to open weather, but in a manner that doesn't reduce information density in race runner. Would I recommend that you, the listener, use weather kit? There are some pluses. First, the weather data is likely good, at least in the United States. In 7.5 years of using the Dark Sky API, which presumably has the same data sources as WeatherKit, I have found the data to be timely and accurate. Second, using a framework like WeatherKit is more ergonomic than using a REST endpoint and doesn't require use of a new API key. But you must also consider the downsides of WeatherKit. First, if you're like me, it won't work in the simulator, at least not for now. Second, the attribution requirements of WeatherKit may militate against your app's goals of information density or branding. These are the factors to consider. This is my plan for the next month. For reasons I will describe in the next episode of Race Condition, I would like to remove the paid subscription from my app Immigration and update that app with the latest immigration procedures. I hereby commit to making that happen. As promised, here are two picks for you, one involving iOS development and one not. The iOS pick this month is Async Await. I use it for REST calls in both Race Runner and in Cat Fancy, a tutorial app I recently created. I like how Async Await reduces callback boilerplate and allows me to write code more like a sequence of events. The one tricky thing I ran into while using Async Await was the need to wrap async calls in task scopes when calling those async functions from a non-async context, for example in view did load. The non-iOS pick this month is a snack called Organic Cacho e Pepe Puffs. This snack is available at Trader Joe's, a California-based chain of food stores. These puffs are similar to another American snack, Cheetos, in that both are corn-based and have a cheese flavor. But Trader Joe's puffs feature a subtler cheese flavor, more like real Parmesan, and a delightful pepper kick. This episode of Race Condition is brought to you by returning sponsor, Flossly. If you're like me, you're sick of the same old dental floss. It's white, it's boring, it breaks, and it lacks flavor. Maybe mint or cinnamon if you're lucky. Flossly is a new subscription service that ships to your door every week a box of artisanal dental floss. Some Flossly floss colors in recent weeks include vermilion, puce, verdigris, titian, damask, amaranth, and eburion. Some Flossly floss flavors in recent weeks include cardamom, garlic, peppercorn, durian, fenugreek, and cool ranch. Flossly weaves each furlong of floss with a patented blend of unicorn hair, unobtainium, adamantium, azoth, ambrosia, and toadstone. So you know it will never break between your teeth or while retracting a space elevator. So don't delay. Visit flossly.fm and enter promo code RACECONDITION, screaming snake case required, to get 1% off your first year subscription. Make flossing fun again. 
Flossly is hiring for its mobile team. As a member of this team, you'll be working with React Native, Kotlin Native, Ionic, Flutter, gRPC, GraphQL, SOAP, Objective-C++, and PHP. Don't miss out on the opportunity to build the future of dental floss as a service. Apply today.